Welcome to April, where we are talking about competing with confidence. Really, this month, we're going to be talking about confidence and self-confidence in all areas of life. But we know that one of the biggest ones for you as an athlete or for your um, athletes as parents and coaches is competing with confidence. And so we really want to talk about that this whole month um, and really help you move into that. So why don't most of us have confidence? Why is this a thing that every athlete needs to work on and really literally every human needs to work on? And it's kind of this really backwards thing that we think. We tend to look to our past and we say, what have I done in the past? I can believe that I can do that in the future. And so I'm only allowed to believe that I can do something that I know I've done before. But when we're trying to reach a new goal that we've never reached before, it's literally impossible for us to do that. And so we can't go off of confidence of what we've done in the past. Instead, we have to move into this place of self-confidence, of being confident in who we are and being confident in how we know we're going to show up in the situation and cultivating that confidence that it doesn't matter what the results are, the outcomes are, we can't always control that, but we know we can control showing up and we know who we're going to be and we know how we're going to show up and that can lead to confidence. The reason that most of us don't have it is we just have this intrinsic belief as humans that there's something wrong with us. And that for some reason, I don't know why we, we all think that we're the only one that thinks that, but we're just not, we all struggle with this. We all kind of have this idea that there's something wrong with me in some way, shape or form. And so that then really detracts from feeling the confidence that I'm going to be able to show up and do this thing. And then our brain continues to give us more evidence when we don't show up and do that thing. And so, um, if you feel like, oh, the main thing I need to work on is confidence, like you're not alone. That's what most of us need to work on, especially when it comes to competing and performing and playing in games, playing in when there's the big pressure is on is, is working on confidence. And, and it's not abnormal that you don't have the confidence in that. And it's totally possible for you to learn how to have self-confidence so that you can show up in any situation, whether or not you've done it before and learn how to feel that confidence not because you know you're going to do it, but because you know who you are and how you're going to show up. Okay. So one of the things that we know about confidence is there's different pieces to it, like Stacy was saying. And one thing I want to throw out there, confidence doesn't always feel good. You guys, all these athletes tell me, I want to feel confident. I'm all, do you really? Are you sure? <laughs> because you have to understand as we go through, you'll understand what I'm talking about, but confidence in, in our mind has three pillars. And one of the pillars is trusting yourself. Well, that can be uncomfortable, right? Trusting yourself is one pillar, trusting that you will get your own back. And another pillar is knowing that you can experience any emotion, anytime, even fear, even discouragement, even regret and, you know, anything without being harmed, knowing that you're totally safe feeling anything. And the last pillar is that it's your overall opinion of yourself. The self-confidence is your opinion of yourself. 
So that's what we like to call the three pillars of confidence. And that's what we're going to focus on. I'm going to just talk a little bit about the first pillar, which is trusting yourself. That just means you guys that you're going to do what you say you're going to do no matter what. And that's my favorite thing. Oh, I said I was going to do this. And if I want to build my confidence, I actually have to follow through with what I say. You make a plan and you do it. You say you're going to eat healthy, you eat healthy. You say you're going to wake up 10 minutes early and do your mental training. You wake up 10 minutes early. And when the alarm goes off and your brain's like, no, start tomorrow, you say, no, I'm building confidence today. I'm going to wake up. Okay. That's it. That's all it is. You collect data. You do these things that you say you're going to do and you see what results you're getting. But the biggest, for me, the biggest key is learning how to do what you say you're going to do. One thing Ryan talked about last month um, or a month before was the power of words. Don't, we don't want to use words like I'm going to try. Have you heard people say, I'm going to try. I hope I can do this. I'm going to try to do this. I hope I can become the athlete I want to be. Those kind of words kind of disempower in ways. So we want you to be able to use powerful world, words like I'm going to do this, put it on your calendar and do it. It's just a fact. That's going to build your confidence in a way that a lot of other things are not like, I'm going to try to be this kind of person. Just be it. Kind of like the Yoda. <laughs> do or do, wait, how does it go? <laughs> What's this quote? Do, do or do not. There is no try. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Stacey's going to tell us about the second pillar. So the second pillar is the knowing that you can experience any emotion. The 50-50 rule. Life is 50-50. And when you compete with confidence and you do all of the things most amazingly that you think then you're going to be happy all the time, like you won't be. When you get to that new place, there will be things that are hard and things that are good. And so in all of your experiences, there's 50-50. And part of confidence is knowing that you can experience any emotion. When you are no longer afraid to experience an emotion, then you are confident you can do anything, which is kind of, um, it, 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 it kind of doesn't make sense to our brains, but when, when you're like, oh, I might be humiliated if I go out there and try that, or, oh, I might fail or, oh, they might reject me, or I might disappoint someone. When you think those things, the, the, what's going on is that you're afraid to feel those feelings. And so when you can follow that up and you go, but I know I can feel any feeling. And so if they, if I do disappoint people, or if I disappoint myself, or if I do feel humiliated, or if I do feel embarrassed, that's not a problem. And when you can think that's not a problem, I can feel any feeling. Oh my goodness. Your confidence goes out the roof because you're no longer worried about what you're going to feel in those. What ifs, what if this happens? Oh, well, I'll have a feeling and I can feel the feeling. What if this happens? Oh, well, I'll have a feeling and I can feel a feeling. And whenever you trust yourself that you can experience any emotion, which we learned how to do last month. So if you don't know how to do that and that feels really foreign, go back to some of that content, but you can learn how to feel any feeling. You can do anything. All right. So the third pillar, the third pillar is your opinion of yourself. So self-confidence is what you think about yourself, right? That makes sense. Now we tend to be good at thinking good things about other people, right? You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're strong, whatever it might be, but we don't always have those thoughts about ourselves. A lot of times we think that maybe we're going to be arrogant if we do that, but mm. arrogance is really when you're comparing yourself 
So like, if I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm more beautiful than you, or I am stronger than you. A lot of that comes to the comparison of like maybe putting someone else down and building yourself up, but you can be, think amazing things about yourself. I am awesome. And think about the accomplishments that you've done and have a wonderful opinion about yourself without the arrogance. And we have ways to help you do that. And when you can get to that place, this self-confidence is so much easier. And another way I say that is to be your own best hype man. You might've heard me say this before, but (laughs) all those things that you would say to your best friend to hype them up, say those things to yourself your opinion of yourself matters. And so that that's the third pillar. And we have some daily work that Ryan is going to teach you how to go through. Okay. This is one of my favorite things to do. And Amy had mentioned that she loves to do it and Stacy does not. So everybody is different. So here we go. Everybody has what is called a comfort zone. You know what you are okay doing and what you're okay not doing. And when it comes to what you're okay to not do it is because you're scared you're afraid you're thinking i'm going to be weird and then i'm going to get embarrassed somebody's going to tell me no okay all of these things are okay it's okay to be embarrassed in fact people actually like it because then they learn that you're normal just like they are so the thing that we want to practice is what's called the dare of the day The dare of the day is to wake up every morning or have this dare that you want to accomplish throughout your day, week, um, month, sport, whatever it might be. This is something that literally pushes you out of your comfort zone, something that you would not normally do. Amy had mentioned the fact that she invited her whole team or her teammates to wear pigtails to, to, to practice. It's not emotionally threatening. Yeah, you might look a little goofy, but guess what? So does everybody else. And it's okay. So daring yourself to do something to get out of your comfort zone. I do this with my kids all the time. If they want something at the store, they have to physically go talk to the cashier. It's out of their comfort zone. I went through the drive-through the other day and I ordered a large fry. The guy was giving me the fries. I took out the largest fry And I said, that's all I wanted, just one large fry. And he's like, what? You don't want the fries? I'm like, no, I ordered one large fry. And I took the largest fry. That's the only one I want. And my kids are like, dad, you are so weird. You're so embarrassing. And they hate it. But it puts them in a position where they're out of their comfort zone. So daring yourself to do something that you normally don't do puts you out of your comfort zone and it makes you feel weird. And guess what? that's okay. Do it anyway. So Stacy's going to wrap this up. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at the dare of the day, it really, it pushes you into the three things that we've talked about. It pushes you into trusting yourself to do what you say you're going to do. You set a dare of the day, you actually follow through and do it. It teaches you that you can feel any emotion and that's okay that you're able to experience any emotion, even the emotions that you hate, like embarrassment for me. Um, you can experience those emotions and that's not a problem. And then it teaches you that you have the confidence 
confidence within yourself. You have confidence in yourself to do anything that you want to do. So uh, make sure join us for the weekly workouts, get coached, do your coaching sessions, and then do the daily work. This is worth it. You guys put in the time to train your bodies at the end of the day. You want to compete with confidence. You've got to be able to have confidence in yourself, to trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do to be willing to experience any emotion. And when you can do those three things, you will have confidence, but you've got to put in the work to build it. It doesn't just happen overnight. So we'll see you this month. Thanks for joining us. See you guys. Bye.